There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. My name is Josh here with Jim Price. I hope everybody is doing well out there. And Hello. welcome to the welcome. machine. We are the machine. We are, we are watching oh. the destruction of the the political machine known as the deep state. But here's my right. concern: is they're going to fight back, Jim? They're going to fight back. Oh. What do you think? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what we keep seeing. I, like I call it the death rose of an animal. You know, the very last moments of a, a wild animal's life will be its most violent because it's, you know, it, does, it knows it's dying, right? So it doesn't really care what damage it may take while it's destroying you or it or whatever situation it's in. And I think that's what we're seeing in a lot of this is that they know, they know it just, they're just not going to stick the landing where they thought they were. And uh, they've lost that control. And, you know, again, that's a great that's that's uh, saying a lot about us. I mean, I, I, I compliment us quite often about I say us patriots, God and country people that, mm-hmm. you know, in the last six, seven years, we have grown exponentially. Think about it. And I, I talk about this in reference. I want people to really remember this. You know, 2015, 2016, people are like, well, yeah, I don't know. Maybe there was something wrong with the election. I don't know. I mean, everything's fine. You I mean, my vote counts, <laughs> you know, and then now people are like. My vote counts? What are you drinking? Like, what? No. Like, and, and so it's completely different. So the amount of growth to say that a, the world's population, think about this, Josh, think about this. Again. You're going you're gonna to develop a product. Okay. I want you, I want Josh, you put on your thinking cap right now. I want you to develop a product that literally six, seven years ago, cap. people. Okay, I got me on my thinking cap. <laughs> like six, seven years ago, people absolutely didn't know anything about this. Like they didn't even want to buy it. They weren't even they weren't even gonna look at it. But now you got people clamoring going, Oh, did you hear about what Josh Reed? Oh, do you hear that product he's got? Yeah, yeah, no, it's real. Oh yeah, it's a real thing now. Oh, here let me let me send you a video clip of it. Oh, here's a here's a somebody, here's here's somebody saying something really profound about it. Here's some evidence of it. Here's some of this. And think about what product could you develop that has got the entire globe either pissed off at you for bothering to have developed it. Or people are clamoring to get it and going, oh yeah, I need a, I need, I need that. Think about that. I mean, what could you do? But yet, this is we've been able to move the thinking process of people in the last six to seven years to see the corruption and the evil that's around them and is chewing their legs off, and they're finally going, hey, whoa, 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 there, we're gonna, we've had enough of this. We want something different. We want what Josh has got. Uh, he he's got this big bucket of freedom. Well, I think I'm I going. I think I understand it. what you're saying, and here here's the thing: is I think most people are content and complacent within their views. Um, yeah. I, I I was listening to this gentleman the other day, and he was describing those people that uh, he says I have no problem with vegans or with people who believe in a religion. He goes, what I have a problem in is when you believe ve- veganism or your religion is the only way and there's nothing outside of it. That these things have no other way of expression in an infinite universe. Mm. And 
you know, that's, that's the thing is people become complacent within belief. They become consistent in the sense of how their worldview operates instead of understanding that the world is full of change, it's dynamic, and it's continually evolving. And that when we look at politics or we look at society or culture or whatever it is, we have to have that perspective in mind. And a lot of people are waking up to that fact. And you're right, that people are waking up to that and they're looking at the old world going, man, I I can't believe I believed this garbage for so long. And I can't believe that, you know, I listened to these people for so long. But other people, they, they take the opposite route. Instead of being just kind of consistent in their beliefs, they, they become a radical and they hunker right. down upon those established norms as if they are some type of religion and they act as if a cult. And you yeah. have this both on the left and the right. And this is what is bringing rise to the radical right and the radical left. And yeah. this is why we have this dichotomy of, of political separation that has become so extreme. This is why we have the far left that are in power and control and they consider the right the far right. And I would say that most people in Congress and Senate that are on the right are not even close to being fascist or far right. They are more independent or moderate or uh, what I would consider a classic liberal. And Mm -hmm. this is because the, the political spectrum has migrated so far left that now the right is what the left used to be. And, and we have to take that into consideration when we start looking at things, especially our society, our culture, our institutions, academia, all these, because mm-hmm. it has a profound effect on how society becomes shaped moving into the future. Right. And, and this comes about because technological advances. It comes about because of social engineering and these types of things. But at the end of the day, we have this, uh, I'll say the word again, dichotomy that is formed within society. We have those that are awakening who are waking up to the lies, the deceptions, the corruption, the truth as it's being unveiled. And then we have those other people who hunker down within to the radicalism and extremism of the foundational belief uh, within that political uh, the political domain. And right. I, I think that those are dangerous things on the the second part of it, the latter part of it. Um, where I think that we need to be dynamic within our mindset. We need to understand that we live in a changing world. And yeah, there's a lot of crime and corruption. We've all known it for a long time, most of us at least, and we've talked about it. And it's at that time where people begin to wake up, accept it, and find out how to allow it to never happen again and change it so that these people can be held responsible and that we can restore some type of level of of our rights our freedoms and our liberties to where mm-hmm. we can have a country a a world for our children and grandchildren to grow up with that have at least some visible level of opportunity that we had and our forefathers had within their lives right well think about that i mean we've we've actually taken and stretched the political fabric, right? We used to kind of think of it was a two-party system, correct? We thought there was the liberals and the you know the Republicans or conservatives, whatever you want to call it. But now there's a, a greater chasm between what we can consider to be conservatives and liberals. I mean, it has been pushed further and further right and left, I think, as in a lot of ways. But I always try to use the analogy that it's a circle. Those are the top of the circle, you know, those are you guys, that, oh, anything goes, you know, oh, I don't know. I, I took the jab. I don't know. And that's the right and the left all mixing together. But the very bottom of the circle, when they circle back around to the bottom, 
those that are uh, that are liberals that say, you know what, we need to be more fiscally responsible. We really don't need to be in wars. Uh, but, you know, I kind of have this thing about abortion. But then you have the other people on the other side who say, well, I'm not about abortions, but you do you, not I do me. I'm not paying for your stuff. And so they're actually closer to each other, even though we seem like we're further apart. I, and, and I know I said in the analogy it was in the very beginning, they're so far apart. But I think they're actually so far apart, they're closer together. To, to a degree, yeah. And right. I think what we need to do here in, in this country is we need to reestablish not a religious or a spiritual moral and ethical foundation, but a foundation that is traditionally American. And see, mm. we've had that for the longest time, but it's been degraded over the last two to three decades. And the the moral and ethical foundation that is traditional American is that we, we help the poor, we help the hungry, we help the homeless, we help mm-hmm. those in need, we stand up to bullies in the world, and we don't take BS from anybody. And that we True. take care of our own people. We build here first. We build America first. We take care of America first. We fund America first. And this is the ideals that we have to have, that we need to build a strong nation a strong country. We have to have strong country men. We have to have strong men and women. We have to have well-educated children in order to be able to go out to the rest of the world and say, hey, maybe try this or do this, or maybe we can lend you a helping hand. We can't go out there and give a helping hand to other countries in the world or interfere with their politics because we believe that they're morally or ethically wrong when we have record number of homeless within our country, record number of, of people living in poverty within our country. We have record levels of violent crime and murders within our city. For goodness sake, right. St. Louis is the murder capital of the world, of the world. Really? There's more people being killed in St. Louis than there is in Mexico, in, in Honduras, in Panama, in Brazil. These are countries, okay? So we, we should go, not guys. be <laughs> interfering anywhere in anybody else's politics until we can take care of our own stuff here at home. And once our stuff right. starts smelling like roses, then maybe, maybe we can enter into the world theater, someplace like the United Nations, and begin saying, hey, this is what we did to help ourselves. We can help you implement the same plans with your country. Right. Well, we, we're talking about those things that all the different things we're seeing out there. Um, there's still things that we haven't really got all the way into with talking about this. So we aren't, we haven't really been talking about the human traffic and the child trafficking. We haven't really talked about the gene splicing and the animal robot combos that are being made right now. The fact that they're trying to do some, uh, Jekyll Island stuff where they're, you know, trying to, take humans and animals and breed them together. I mean, we haven't really gone down all of the paths that we have. We're over here talking about elections and freedoms and liberties, but there's a whole other icky, 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 dirty world underneath all this that is out there. And I want to come back with an article when we come back up the break. I want to kind of surprise you with this, but there's a lot of the world out there that we really haven't paid attention to yet. All right, let's do it. We'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show right after this. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, back to the Dark Delight show. Jim, you wanted to tell us yes, sir. stuff. All right, well, okay, let's go down a little bit of a... Uh, this is the weird part of conspiracy, right? Everybody gets a little bit touchy on this because nobody wants to talk about it. 
But leadstories.com is actually the the quote unquote independent fact checking association guy, person, whatever that decided to hit me on 2019 where I lost basically most everything I had in Facebook. I was not able to monetize any longer. Uh, all these different things because of a Star Spangled Banner post I put up. So what I'm saying is that this company has been, you know, fact checking a lot of people. Leadstories.com has actually been fact checking for a long time. They didn't have a current um, um, fact checking certificate when they banged me for it. But when they, 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 they this is on. Okay, you know that movie coming out for the kids. Uh, the kids movie is coming out. The Freedom Sound of Freedom movie. No, that's coming out. That's going to be on July 4th. Um, Caviezel's starring in it. He's, he's tracking down children that are in human traffic and all this. They put a post on this. This is, there's nothing in this post that talks about adrenochrome, but Facebook went ahead and labeled it calling out adrenochrome because of this movie trailer post. It's like, okay, well, nobody mentioned adrenochrome. Why are you guys fact checking adrenochrome? Like it doesn't really make (laughs) sense that they're already out there doing this. So, um, is adrenochrome harvested from the um, adrenal glands of living children? So it's like LSD, you know, has qualities can be used for satanic rituals, for royalties, but politicians, celebrities, rich and elite. Lead story says no. But they do say that there's a synthetic version of adrenochrome that is made. So they're, they're saying that adrenochrome is not taken out of children's adrenal gland. That's not produced from that. But that adrenochrome is a real thing because it can be synthetically produced in a lab. So are they are they saying that adrenochrome is not real or are they saying it is real? Do you, do you follow what I'm saying here? Like when they're out there, like they did with me, like they said this Sir Spangle Banner post I put up said that the prisoners were below deck. Or I mean, sorry, at the bottom of the boat. So my guy that this YouTube post said the prisoners were at the bottom of the boat during the Star Spangle Banner writing. Okay. But yet, Lee's story says, well, that's factually inaccurate. You're spreading misinformation because the prisoners were below deck. Here, they're stating that adrenochrome doesn't come from children, but it can be synthetically made in a, in a lab. <laughs> so is adrenochrome not real, or is it real, or they're just identifying where the real source comes from? Does this, I mean, you follow what I'm saying? Like this is, this is what the left does, or this is what those liberals do, or whoever you want to call this deep state establishment, whatever it is. This is the this is why we can't seem to find where the goalpost is because they're constantly moving it. They flag this this trailer of a child trafficking movie uh, uh, with a, an adrenochrome post, but nothing in the in the post talked about adrenochrome. Does that make sense? Like, do you see where this? I, I think they expose themselves more than they realize, but and then it goes on to talk about you know Q and other things like that. But well, it really so, disturbs so here's me that my we. Take on it. Here's my take on it, is this whole idea of fact checking Mm -hmm. is 100% a cult, and it is partially an agenda to rewrite history, okay, to install new levels of facts and rewrite history, and secondarily... It's out there to basically produce uh, points of reference for other people within that cult to to regurgitate and attack people with. But the way that they produce these things is they take an inkling of truth. They take a factual bit of information and then they expand that and connect it to other points of misrepresentation. 
And so, yeah. for instance, your post or your or whatever video it was pertaining to um, the the national anthem, right? Right. What they did right. is they found one small mistake and they utilized that to completely attack your whole base, your whole, you know, every single thing that you've ever said. They incorporate right. every. And they quit in there. Why? Because that adds another reference within the search algorithms for oh, those yeah. key concepts. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and it's a sneaky way of putting it in there, right? You're right, but you're not right. Well, wait, am I right? Or no, I'm wrong, but I am right. Or wait, I'm wrong. I'm, yeah, no, I'm right. See, that's the problem. So it's a moving target all the way. You don't know which way is up because if you defend yourself this way, are they going to use something you defended yourself with over here? And it's this this wordplay, this semantics, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is it's and the guys we are these people are crafty. They're not going to come out and say, "Oh, you caught us. <laughs> Sorry, we're we're ooh, we're bad people. Uh, we're gonna here's everything we've been doing, and uh, here's all the books and records and the money that was exchanged. And uh, sorry, they're not going to do that." They're going to do the same thing that anybody does. You know, it just, well, it wasn't me, man. It wasn't me, bro. No, I didn't do it. That was that guy over there. Misdirection, you know, deny, deny, deny. I mean, no different than the whole Russia collusion thing. Think about how that Russia collusion thing looks. That doesn't look real well right now, but a lot of people got hurt, lost monetization, lost money because they were flagged for misinformation to say that the Russia hoax was a Russia hoax. So how many? How do you get that back? How do you get six years of your life back? How do you get back the money, the monetization you may have lost? Well, what do you here, what do you do there? Here's the thing with the Russia collusion thing, is that I've seen various different articles coming about saying that Trump, um, that that the the, the Durham report, <coughs> excuse me, doesn't conclude that Trump didn't collude. He actually did, but they're all opinion pieces. How do you, I, <laughs> right, they're opinion pieces. But isn't that what all news is anyway? If you write an article for the Gateway Pundit, isn't that your view of the subject? Right, but like so so one, for instance, the Gateway Pundit yeah. actually reported on this, but I, I actually called it out first, is that there's this professor at the University of Maryland. He's a professor on African-American studies. And he wrote an op-end, an opinion piece about how Trump did collude with Russia and the Durham report is all wrong. And this was featured in the Washington Post and used as a talking point all over mainstream media. Right. This guy isn't even a political scientist. He, he, right. He's a professor of African-American studies. Like, <laughs> what? Yeah. I know. I know, it's, uh, you know, I have the same medical degree that uh, Bill Gates has. I don't have one. I mean, I play a doctor on TV, but that doesn't mean I'm going to go do surgery at night. And yet Bill Gates runs around handing out vaccines by the billions, right? So there's, there's, uh, we've really got an upside down of uh, understanding of what knowledge is, what wisdom is, what discernment and understanding really is. Uh, we don't even know what a leader is because we've been, we've been getting the whose turn it is for how long? In presidencies, in, in local clubs, you know, your Rotaries, your Lions Club, your all these – it, oh, whose turn is it to be president this year? Oh, it's going to be Bill's year. Well, it'll be a down year because Bill sucks. Well, why aren't we electing leaders instead of just whose turn it is? Well, because we don't know what a leader is. And that's why people don't understand Trump. Because Trump, is a he is a leader. Good, bad, or indifferent, and his style of whatever it is you don't like, 
he is he is moving in a direction. He's picked a direction. He's going with it. He may have to adjust it, but he's moving, and that's leadership. The problem is, is that's why everybody gets mad at him because they're telling him what to do. Like, hey guys, we're going to be successful whether you like it or not. I don't want to be successful. <laughs> Dad told me I had to be successful, and I don't want to be successful. Well, he's a leader. Get over it and get out of the way, because the rest of us would like to see success in our life, and yet. You know, this is this is what you're fighting. All you're fighting is a bunch of baby brats who never were told no their entire life. That's really our problem right there. The, the idea that we don't know what leadership looks like or wisdom or knowledge. Well, we are coming towards a time of reckoning in this world and in this country. The mm-hmm. things are creeping out of the darkness into the light and the truth is being told. And that's the beauty of, of open airwaves like uh, what we have here with WYSL and speaking on the radio and being able to speak our mind on this radio show is that mm-hmm. we have a world that has amassed itself within corruption, deception, within evil means and ways. And the glimmer of hope is the people who are waking up and trying to promulgate good in the world. They're trying mm-hmm. to bring the truth to the surface. And even though they are being hampered down, even though they are being dragged underneath, they still find a way. They still find a means to get the truth out, to come to the mm-hmm. surface and risk everything, their reputation, their careers, their lives, their families, just to warn people, to tell people of what is happening. And see, that's the beautiful thing because that's the heart, the courage of humanity that is needed during these times of great strife which will become a time of great sacrifice and so you know i i'm i'm proud to be alive right now i'm proud to be an american right now because we are fighting the good fight whether people realize it or not and i know that a lot of people out there want this fight to go a different way they want people to 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 literal go to a kinetic fight and i'm saying that that there's better ways to do that yeah that words are the most powerful drug known to humanity and Rudyard Kipling said that I am but a master of words we'll be right back with more Dark Delight show right after this Dark Delight on the WYSL stations alright back to the Dark Delight show you know, you know, we talk about a lot of the crime and the corruption coming to the surface here and we had uh, Speaker of the House McCarthy And uh, you had Representative Luna, who introduced Mm -hmm. articles of expulsion from Congress of uh, Representative Adam Schiff. Now, Adam Schiff is coming out saying this is completely unfounded and this is they can't do this. (laughs) Listen to this. After consulting with 19 attorneys, 41 FBI agents issuing 2,800 subpoenas, 500 search warrants and interviewing 500 witnesses, the special counsel said there was no collusion. So where does the chair of the House Intel Committee get his information when he says over and over that there is ample, direct, and in plain sight proof that there was collusion? Where where is he getting this information? In none of the classified settings and none of the public settings was any documentation, legitimate documentation, showing that Trump colluded with Russia. Now, I actually had someone out there yesterday saying it was uh, Brian Krasenstein. And mm-hmm. he was trying to say that um, um, because of Paul Manafort was indicted by the Mueller investigation, this proves that there was Russian collusion. And he talked about how Paul Manafort was doing deals with some, some Russian businesses. Um, Paul Manafort was tried on 9 out of 10 counts, 
and they were all tax evasion and FARA violations. So tax evasion. He, he wasn't tried for collusion. He wasn't sentenced, or he wasn't convicted of collusion or treason or, or right. conspiring with the Russians in any way, shape, and form. It was tax violations. So how do you equate that to Trump collusion? And see, this right. is the absurdity of the left. Now, the one thing that I have to do is I have to give it to the right. Because the accusations that the right make against the left are factual, they're pertinent, they're backed up by legitimate sources. There's ample evidence to support it. The left right. just doesn't have that. The left makes stuff up out of thin air, creates stories out of thin air to control the narrative. And, and so there they, again, they you double have this down on it. Forms. They died. They double down on it though. They don't go like, "Oh yeah, man, you caught me." Like they don't stop. Like right up to the. I mean, even when they're convicted, look at Avenatti. I mean, that guy. <laughs> he was supposed to be running for president. Remember? I mean, yeah. This this is uh, this is the kind of stuff where they just. I I would say it's craziness. And I don't know how else to say that. I mean, to say you double down on even when you're being confronted with a lie, this is like a Jerry Springer, you know, episode like, oh, I ain't a daddy. You know, I'm like, well, we got the DNA. It says, yeah, we ain't mine. You know, I'm like, what? What do you want? Like, how much more evidence do you need to keep it? But yet Adam Schiff and those guys, I said, I, and this goes back to the statement I make uh, often is when you normally lie, lying becomes normal. And they just don't know how to not lie. That's all they do. Well, the problem with lying for them is this specifically. Is the moment that they confess to one lie, it unravels all the others. Right. That's the problem. I get it. Is the moment that they admit to one, it unravels every single other lie that they've told. Right. You know, last night on the, the, the show, The Daily Dose, I actually talked about this. That one of the reasons I think that these people aren't being prosecuted, that these people aren't being held responsibility, responsible for their crimes, that we are seeing the evidence that they colluded and committed treason, but aren't being prosecuted for it, is because uh -huh. the secret that they all hold, that they all know, is much, much bigger than we could ever imagine. And they cannot risk that secret potentially being released to mankind. Are they all lizard people? You know, I we're gonna find out. I don't really so, Scooby Doo okay. episode. So I, I've studied you know? the occult and the esoteric mysteries. I've studied ancient history, alternative history, um, and I'm, I would not say that I'm a subject matter expert on any of these topics, but I'm very well versed on a lot of these topics, right? And more studied than probably ninety nine point nine percent of the population. Right. And when I look through kind of the occult records, historical roughly these things, I see no mention or reference whatsoever to lizard people. There are some various different types of relics from um, ancient cultures that show statues or images of like uh, what, what appears to be a lizard person or something of that nature. We right. do have those, but with the modern day of, of Photoshop rendering and stuff like that, you don't know if they're fake or real. Like, I haven't seen the right. real ones, so I don't know. And, yeah. you know, the whole reptile thing started with a gentleman by the name of David Icke, who I've had the pleasure of, of knowing for a few years now and interviewing twice on my show. Um, he started mm -hmm. that back in the 1990s, and there's a few others that came from Phil, Phil Schneider talked about it. Um, 
right. that, that there could be a reptile aspect to this, that there's maybe an extraterrestrial reptiles. I don't know, maybe. Right, but, right. Um, you know, I talked about Robert Bigelow and Robert Bigelow, who's a multi-billionaire, owns Bigelow Aerospace, who has NASA contracts, DOD contracts. Uh, he created SIDS in the, uh, the, sorry, NIDS in the 1990s which investigated right. Skinwalker Ranch, the paranormal and UFO phenomena going on there. And then he uh, consulted with the Defense Intelligence Agency, the Pentagon, to basically investigate UFOs, which turned into the ATIP program, which recently just released uh, the, the Tic Tac UFO videos of the F-16s over the Pacific Ocean, all this stuff. So right. that's Bob Bigelow. He's really well connected. He was friends with Harry Reid, former senator. Well, he did. Uh, he was in a conversation with James Fox, who's a documentarist, and they were out to dinner. And he told James Fox that um, they walk among us, right? And so David <laughs> David Whitehead sent me this this quote from our our friend Jordan Maxwell, where Jordan Maxwell says it's it's not that they look like us, it's that we look like them, like them, yeah. Well, it's because, I mean, and that goes back to the idea of where where do we all really come from? And I was going to make a statement earlier that think about it in this way. Me, okay, Josh, in the last five years, in the last 10 years, in the last 15 years, have you had to rethink what you thought you knew was real? And have you actually had the ability to say, you know what, hey, I was wrong. I didn't, I didn't have that right. Here's where I'm going now. This is the information I have now. I've made a new... You know, I made a new uh, conclusion here. But isn't that the idea of like being like a scientist or a, or an intellectual that wants to constantly you know improve themselves and, and make sure that even going back and re, reproving their hypothesis or whatever it is they've come up with to make sure that they're on the right path to go back and do that self-discerning work, right? I mean, I think I have. I, I know there's things I thought I knew, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, six years ago, two years ago, that now I think of things differently. Yeah. Well, you know, I know, I don't think I've ever actually kind of contemplated um, a, a transition in my reality. Um, my paradigm has definitely evolved. Right. And I, I call I call your paradigm is how you perceive the external world. Your mindset is your understanding of your internal world. Where your right. pi paradigm and your mindset meet is your ego. And that ego mm. is a defense mechanism to make sure that neither one of those, the mindset or the paradigm, begin to shift. It's a protective mechanism. Right. And so when that, well, that ego gets yeah. threatened by either changes in your external environment or changes in your internal envi environment, you kind of go into this defensive mode that goes back to primal urges and these types of things to make you all scared and fear factor all comes involved. And that's what a lot of happened to a lot of people right now. This is why a lot of people are scared of what's occurring in the world right now because it's unknown and it's changing. It's, it's, it's tempting their ego and it's changing their paradigm. Right. Well, and it's, uh, that's your ego, right? Gets in the way and says, I can't be wrong, <laughs> but yeah, you can't, you have to, you have to think, look at that. Right. I mean, the mm -hmm. stuff that we've talked about, I mean, me and you, how many, I mean, think about how many shows we've done together, just inadvertently, like different things we've talked about, conversations we've had, different shows we've been on. And, and there is a growth of information. I think we're both growing as we go along. We're not, you know, making milestone markers of, oh, I, you know, I, I gained here. This is the date I did that or there. But I do believe that we're getting better with our information and better with our understanding of the information we have. But that's, 
that's just growing up, right? That's being an adult. Adulting yeah. sucks. Adulting, Adulting sucks. Adulting sucks. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it does in a lot of ways. I mean, we we and, and that and that's the thing. Like, so you know what? What six seven years ago? I mean, I looked at the Egyptian pyramids as tombs, mm-hmm. but then over a little bit of research and a little bit of this or that, you know, I like those aren't tombs. Those are those are generation stations. Those are you know, there's more to it, right? There's the mud floods. There's this and that, and the water line on the cap of the the pyramid and all that stuff. I mean, there's so many things that I've had to re I've had to either add to my knowledge or rethink my knowledge or my understanding of a, of a topic. And that's growth. And that's what we all should be doing. Just like this whole idea that our country is amazingly perfect and flawless. And we should just, you know, take whatever our United States says and take it on, you know, as, as gospel, we've now realized that hmm, we, we've kind of been lied to and we need to fix that. We need to go back what? and be better people. Lied to us. I mean, come on. The government doesn't lie. Just ask them. They'll tell you they didn't lie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the government told us that the government didn't lie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of math will get you. I'll <laughs> get you going. <laughs> Jeez. Oh man, I don't know. Hey, we've we've got so much. Um, what do you see coming next week? Other than. Uh, I mean, I, do we do we think that this whole thing with Marjorie Taylor Greene doing the uh, orders of impeachment or, or articles of impeachment, you think that's going to float? Uh, yes, I do. I think I think that it will move forward. Really? Are we going to do, do the whole? Are we going to do the funeral dirge thing that like the Democrats did and have Nadler the Penguin walking us through the? <laughs> I don't know. Possibly. Remember Nadler? God, he how is that guy still alive? He is a wreck. That man is in a bad way. Alright, we'll be back with more Dr. Light Show. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now. 
that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, Jim. So what do you think is going to happen? Oh, I don't know. I was just going to get some lunch next week and uh, (laughs) take a nap. (laughs) That's about it. That's all my plans are next week. Uh, no, okay, okay, we, we have to be careful because there's going to be lulls. Like, like, think about, okay, you're a Navy man, right? So you have the trough and you have the, the peaks of the waves. And so you know that every trough, there's a big, usually a big wave behind it, right? So you got to brace yourself, you know, the swaying and things. Well, there's going to be these big peaks where these red flag effects go out there where we're having the, see, they they already tried the whole, uh, mass shooting thing, right? They started kicking those off earlier this year. Trying to show that you know that oh I got to do gun control, gun control, gun control. Well, then now we're starting to see where we're going to go back to the uptick of demonstrations. But then we're going to have to see that, and they have been super quiet about uh, COVID and all these other things. And I know that those things are going to be ramping back up because we have the election year. Uh, I just I I am worried about what they're going to try to make this because we've got a lot of military movement going over to Europe, trying to engage Russia and Ukraine. Uh, we've got a lot of things going on in Taiwan. Uh, the the potato in chief took off to uh, was he going to Japan or something like that or whatever he's doing. Um, the, yeah, so he's over there in the Pacific Rim. There, I don't know. There's just some things now that I know Susan Rice, the handler for uh, uh, Uncle Joe, is gone. She resigned. I really wonder what we're going to see. I wonder if they're going to. This is where they do the whole replace Joe because it's just something's happened to him and we didn't know there was a cognitive decline. I don't know. I don't see him making the election. Uh, but I do just, I just say that we have to be ready to be prepared that there's going to be some type of red flag effect. That's going to push us away or pull us away from maintaining our focus, which is keeping the truth out there. Well, and that's what I've been saying for a long time is that there is going to be some type of massive global distraction event that most likely will bring about a economic collapse or economic turmoil, chaos mm-hmm. within the system. It, there, there just has to be it, within the next, I would say, few months because they need a massive distraction. Now, for Joe Biden, um, you know, he's become a liability for the Democrats. But he's not only yeah. a liability for the Democrats, the Democrats have become a liability to themselves. True. That their crimes and corruptions run so deep, they know that once they begin digging into Joe Biden a little bit more, they're going to start to uncover everybody else. Um, for instance, they just uh, the, the the House Select Committee on the Weaponization of the Government. They just subpoenaed mm-hmm. the phone records for a phone that Joe Oops. Biden had issued to him by Rosemont Seneca, Hunter Biden's company, that he used between 2009 and 2017. Oops. Those phone <laughs> records, okay, are uh-huh. going to show things that you probably don't want to know, okay? Uh-huh. This phone is going to break open everything 
that has been talked about. Because here's the thing, is the Hunter Biden laptop only covers 2014 to 2017. Right. Right? It, what, it, what if we find out he was the one actually, like, truly had, like, Pootie on the phone? Like, he was like, hey, Uncle Pootie, what you doing over there in Russia? You got things going on? Hey, about helping us out over here. I want, what if we find out that he was actually colluding? He was colluding with Russia, like, calling him, calling Putin. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, who's this number, Joe? I don't know, some guy called Pootie. I don't know who he is. <laughs> what if it what if it really comes out to be I mean, and I say what if, the probability of that being more true or being reality is probably closer to a hundred percent than we want it to be. I'm saying it tongue in cheek as if like, oh hey ha 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 ha, that'd be funny if that happened, but I think that's a little closer to reality. I mean, just just their track record. Well, yeah. I, I think that what we're about to see here, um, that the crimes and the atrocities that these people committed are far mm-hmm. greater than we have ever perceived. And I think a lot of that is going to be revealed to the world. I think that they're, they're all going to make a position for power. And so they're going to throw the world into chaos one way right. or another to kind of retain their power, but also to hide these deeper, darker secrets that they cannot allow humanity to know. And what those mm-hmm. secrets are, I really don't know. I have guesses and speculation upon those. But right. uh, I think that the next 18 months is going to be a revelation. Well, and yeah, keep your keep your head on a swivel, guys. Looking around, paying attention. Don't be a victim and don't react to these people. Um, you know, okay, so think of it like a bully, right? And that, and that kind of what the left is or the, these elitists, you know, establishment. Aren't they just a bunch of bullies? They have no real intellect. They have no real plan. All they want to do is just humiliate you and control you. So that's a bully, right? I mean, that wasn't what we define them as in school. Like, well, if you don't, you know, you take away the bully's power by either punching them back or ignoring them. So we can punch them back, but I mean, really ignoring them is a lot easier, isn't it? Just go do your own thing. We don't want to play Fed government no more. Well, <laughs> going back, I, I wish it was that easy, drum. but th- that's what caused us in the first place. It's the apathy that was produced within the p- political spectrum that allowed them to get so corrupt, to allow them this grand deception. Is people mm-hmm. got apathetic with politics? They said, "Hey, you know what? Is life's good, and I got opportunity, and there's jobs and money flowing in, and I don't have to worry about what the politicians are doing. I vote once a year, and and that vote helps sustain, you know, my lifestyle. While those people that you were voting for were running this country into the ground, and it only mattered yeah. when emergency situations came up or when your your way of life was threatened." And see, that's the problem, is politics shouldn't only matter when your way of life is threatened. Politics should matter all the time, every day, within society and a culture. Because it is what produces that political establishment is the society and the culture. It's a reflection of it. And so if there's deception and corruption and lies and deceit and... Uh, you know, money laundering and, and treason and sedition occurring at the political level, that is a mere reflection of what's happening on the individual psychological level of the human being, as well as the social and cultural level of the society in general. Soul of the man. Man, the heart the heart of man is exceedingly wicked. Who shall know it? Wow. Soul, oh man. Solomon. 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 Oh, Solomon. soul ah. of man. Or sun, soul, sun, 
and Mon, right. Moon, Sol, Sun and Moon. Solomon. Solomon, Sun and oh, Moon. Oh, yeah. Left yeah, and right just, hemisphere of the brain. You just yeah. worked that out. That was that was coincidence. You don't know no, what you're talking about. I mean, <laughs> some people might be getting some epiphanies right now. Like uh-huh. Solomon, Sun and Moon, Soul of Man. Whoa, hold on a second here. <laughs> well, but, okay, are you a, are you in favor of the 28-day calendar? Uh, Wouldn't that it, well, make life 29, easier? Twenty nine point five days. Oh, we're gonna do we're gonna do half days. Well, no, the the moon actually rotates uh, around the Earth every twenty nine point five days. Um, right. So your lunar calendar is actually, I guess it's considered as a twenty eight day calendar. And what they do at the end of the year is you have one day for like rest or reset or re- one day of resurrection. It was a thirteen month right. calendar, right? Um, yeah. And I actually am. I, I am in favor of that calendar because. It's more conducive with the the habits, the behaviors, the uh, the circadian rhythms of a human being. Well, it doesn't that actually fall in line too with like hunting seasons, gathering seasons, planting seasons, storage seasons. I mean, uh, different things where you know if we're if we're matching the calendar and all that accurately, we become more harmonized and able to work with the environment around us. Where right now, because we're changing. Like, oh, this month has 28 days, and this one has 35 days, and this one has two days. That's a constant imbalance, right? So wouldn't it create us, like, we would just feel more at peace and at ease inside of ourselves. All right. Well said, Jim. Thank you much, guys. Much appreciated. Have a great weekend. We will see you guys next week on the Dark Delight Show. Take care. (laughs) 